Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life in bank account transform. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy February, everyone. I can't believe January is officially in the wraps. Like That flew by for me. I don't know about you. I will be coming out with an Allison's monthly review here over the weekend, so stay tuned for that. And if you aren't familiar with what that is, that's where I share my big takeaways from the month and just share with you like what I've been up to. So stay tuned for that here in the next few days. Also, big favor, If you haven't already, please leave me a review or rating here on Apple or on Spotify, wherever you tune in to listen. These little acts of kindness can go such a long way for a new podcaster like me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. I interviewed my Instagram friend, Emily Porter. She has been in my social media Instagram world for, I would probably say at least a couple years now, all right? (laughs) Like, I feel like I've known her forever. She is always so fun to chat with, and I wanted her to come on because I know a few of my clients have asked me more about podcasting over the last few months. And just since I've started my own podcast, I've had some DMs, and some people have some fears and questions like, is it hard? What equipment do you use? How do you edit your podcast? What are those first steps? Um, And just like, when is a good time to start a podcast? And so I thought I'd invite Emily on, who is a podcast editor and strategist. Together, we combined our experience and expertise on the podcasting world and gave you some expert knowledge on how to easily get started. A little more info on Emily before we officially dive in. She helps women entrepreneurs get their message out into the world through the magic of video podcasting. And when not doing all things podcasting, Emily loves to spend time with her husband and three little boys. She is a diehard Buckeyes fan, loves Twizzlers and McDonald's Diet Coke. She's so cool. So she is super lucky to also live in the beautiful state of Hawaii. She is able to travel the world all courtesy of the U.S. Army. I'm excited for you to get to know her and learn more about how to start a podcast. So thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello, Emily. Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here today. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. So I'd love for you to tell the audience who you are and what are you all about? Uh, So I'm Emily Porter. I live in the wonderful world that is Hawaii. So all of you that are feeling the cold right now, I apologize. Aloha. We're so (laughs) jealous. I'm in Indiana. And every time I see your photos, I'm like, this why well, a bee? This bee! I cannot believe <laughs> that she just is like in warm weather walking your dog, and I was like, ah. Yes, everyone. I got pictures of the snow yesterday. Yeah. Snowballs, snowmen, snow forts. Yeah. I was like, it was eighty. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to the question, uh, I do all things podcasting, video podcasting, and that kind of techie world. So that's what I do. Love it. Yeah. Emily and I, I mean, she's been in my world on Instagram for many years now. Um, and you always pop up in your editing podcast, like editing videos. And I'm just like, I want you, I wanted to have you on because you just make this whole podcast thing so simple. And I just want everybody to know that like, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, it can be an easy thing for you to add into content that you're already creating. Um, so I'd love for you just to kind of 
give give a little bit of your expertise of like what is that first step of starting a podcast if someone's like really interested right now? Uh, I think if you're really thinking like, yes, I love to talk. I think that is also important that you actually like to talk. Like you don't have to be talking to other people, but that you actually enjoy talking or you know what kind of conversations you want to have with your audience. They don't have to be long, but you have to know that you want to have some sort of conversation with your audience. And then you're like, hell yes, I want to start this. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. Like there's not a lot to get started. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need all these, you know, magical things. You need a computer or even your phone. I'm going to say keep with the computer, but um, I recommend a basic simple mic that can cost you less than a hundred bucks and maybe a pair of headphones. And that's really all you need to get started. Like from a tech standpoint, it's, it's not that much to be honest, like, and you can do it on the cheap and there are media hosts that are free. So you don't have to be like, Oh my God, I need to spend all this money. No, no, you don't. Well, I think let's dive into that a little bit of like, what is a media host? Like, like, you know, we start the podcast, I record it. So like, I, I've recorded mine in Zoom before. If you have an Apple computer, I just did mine in a quick time. My husband's an audio guy. So like, of course he has all the fancy, like, million dollar equipment if I really wanted that. I just, I, I honestly, I use a very simple microphone that he already had. Um, It's probably like probably 10 years old. It's not like a brand new microphone by any means. And I have a headset that costs, I've had this for like five, six years. And it's like, this was like maybe 40 or 50 bucks. It's nothing crazy guys. Like, but like, I think people get hung up of like, okay, I recorded the episode, but like now what, what's this like media hosting? What, what does that even mean? Right. So you've recorded the episode and you've done all this and you're like, okay, now I want to get it on to Apple, Spotify, all those podcast players. And you're like, oh my God, do I have to distribute to, do I have to put it onto all those platforms? How does this work? What does it do? That's where your media host comes in. And a media host is basically a hub where it gets distributed to all of the different podcast players that you can pretty much imagine. It's not just Apple and Spotify. It's your Amazons, your Pandora's, your um, Google. Google, yeah, yeah, all of them. Like, it's everything. Um, you just have to do it. And so it's one place and you upload your episode, you put in your like your show descriptions, you know, that kind of stuff, and you schedule it out to whenever it is that you want it to be released. And it does all the magic for you, all the hard work for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I even like look back because I, I have a really obviously a relatively new podcast. And so I can kind of speak from this. Like that was one of my biggest fears was like, is this going to be a lot of work for me to like have to go on all of those sites and hit upload or whatever? And then like, obviously you do some research and like, oh, there's like actual companies that do that all for you. And they're free. A lot of them are free. Um, I uh, I use Kajabi just because I that's where I host my my courses. That's where people pay me, my websites, all that sort of stuff. is like, I, I've already paid for that. So if you have Kajabi and you're like, oh, I can literally just host a podcast on there. Yes, yes, you can. Um, but like, what are some, ex- uh, like, if you can like tell people, like, what are some media host sites that you'd, re- you'd recommend? Uh, so m- my two favorite you do have to pay for, but they're, relatively inexpensive um i personally love buzzsprout it's my favorite um it's very user-friendly very intuitive like it pretty much walks you through what you need to you know step by step okay drop in my audio and then it takes you a new page where it's like here's your put in your title put in your description put in the episode number like it walks you through it step by step um and that one i think usually is like eight $18 a month, which isn't really crazy. Um, the other big one that I usually love is Lipson. Also, they've changed the format and it's very simple. It's gotten less 
heavy. Uh, it used to be like you had to go to tab, to tab, to tab. And it was it was great from a podcaster standpoint, but it wasn't very like just easy to do. Now they've made it so it's just all on one page. And you're like, hey, I've uploaded so it. I've easy. done it all. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's usually about 20 bucks. Like if for a basic like, hey, I need about four hours of, you know, maybe recording time a month. Yeah. Um, I think that's something to note is like you're paying for the amount of time that you're going to be utilizing from their platform. So I, cause like I said, I remember looking those up being like, this is kind of confusing. Like what, like how many episodes a month am I going to be putting out? Like how much time? So if you want to start with the free stuff and then see if you even need to actually buy, I think that's something to think about too. Yes. Um, and if you're looking at, you're like, Hey, I need free. Free is where I'm at right now. Uh, anchor is very good. People will knock it, but it serves its purpose. It gets you there. It distributes to all the podcast players. And then if you're like, eventually you're like, I don't like this. The wonderful thing about media host is you're able to move it from one to another one. If you feel like, you know, another media host is a better fit for you. Mm. The only down part of like moving your podcast from media host to a media host is you lose all of your downloads information. That does not get transferred over. over. Interesting. And so it's the one downfall of it. But if you want to start free and you need to move it, it's a great option. So like there are plenty of options and there are so many more out there, but those are three big ones that are very recognizable and have, you know, good credibility. Yeah. I was gonna say, I've heard of all of those, like definitely, um, if you're starting a podcast, those are going to be the first that, the first ones that pop up when you go into Google and like media hosts for your podcast. And I do recommend too, because this is what I did at the beginning. It was just like, I just started looking up some blog posts that where people are like, what are the best host sites for your podcast? And they kind of gave like the checks of like how much time you're allot- allotted and all that sort of stuff. And I, so if, if you're kind of confused on how all this works, head to YouTube, <laughs> head to these free, free, um, uh, you know, free blog posts that kind of just go through like why some are better than the others. Yes. Um, um, and the other thing I love about Buzzsprout is that actually when you like uh, join, it gives you, I believe, like it's, it, you can actually start free. And so like, if you're like, I got everything ready and then you don't actually start recording right away, it gives you, you can stay free and you can actually stay free as long as I think you stay under like two hours. It's just that you then end up losing like your for this that word is not coming to me, but like you're the la- like the last episode, you know, like so it's like they'll only keep the most recent ones. So like, but th- at that point you'll know, okay, this is for me, and I want to keep doing this. Okay, I can pay the money, and I know how you know what uh, what package is for me. So yeah. that's the one nice thing about Buzzsprout that I also like is that it gives you the option to be free for a little bit, and then you can then change into a paid uh, package. That's, yeah, that's perfect. And like I said, uh, like when it comes to like knowing, like. When is it that, that time that you're like, I know I need to pay for this? Like, do you do you have any like recommendations for that? Um, I don't think that like I don't think there's a right time. Like I had a um a previous client, loved her. We worked together for about three years and she was on anchor that whole entire time and they had 40 plus thousand downloads, like and wow. never needed to change. She eventually changed platforms for other reasons. And I think that those were more personal reasons than like that anchor wasn't doing its job. And so I think it's just a matter of like, if you're like, these aren't giving, cause sometimes like anchor, it doesn't give you the most detailed stats. So if you're looking to have more detailed stats maybe like, okay, wh- where is everyone listening? Uh, does it give me, maybe sometimes it'll give you like an age range, that kind of stuff. 
your your free ones aren't going to give you all those more detailed stats. Whereas if you're paying for a package, they'll give you more detailed stats and more information. And like, you might be able to put in more ads or put in certain like um, promos and things like that, where that you might not get on a free uh, platform. So it just depends on what your, your needs are. Yeah. And, and this is something too, cause I'm now starting to dive into this a little bit is like looking, cause I'm starting to get a bunch of emails that are like, Hey, do you want to be a sponsor for us and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Oh, this is interesting. But like, they are asking like for a lot of that stuff of like, what are your numbers? Where are they from? Like we just send us over. And so I think that's why if you want to monetize and get sponsors on your podcast, it, that's probably really more, way more beneficial is like looking into some of that paid stuff. So yeah, you can say, oh yeah, I have 10,000 downloads or all my people live in Canada and the United States. So if you're, this is where you're hyper-targeting and the you know, North America, bam, like I have the audience for you. Yes, exactly. But I feel like if you're just starting out and you're like, that's not on my radar, like, yes, yeah. it would be nice to monetize one day Yeah, from a sponsor aspect. Great. But like, Let's just get started. I feel yeah. like it's and always a, the better choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even looking to do that sort of stuff yet because I don't, I definitely don't have enough downloads. Like this is like a new podcast, you know? So I always am like, I'm, I'm the one sponsoring my podcast, like my programs, my one-on-one, like that's what I, that's when, you know, when I'm thinking about how can I actually make money from my podcast? It's literally just me buying like, or having my audience buy me and my programs and my one-on-one offers. Um, so I'd love for you, like, when is a good time? Like, is I guess a lot of these people listening are kind of new to the coaching world or maybe have been in this for probably like a year or two. Like when would you even recommend somebody to start a podcast? For me, in my opinion, I don't think there's actually ever a bad time. So even if you're brand new and you're like, I I just started my, I have a baby coaching business and I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Great. You still know more than whoever your ideal customer is. And so if you can start talking to that, and guess what? Then people might find you from sharing this podcast to, you know, all your, pla- you might end up getting actual clients from it. So I don't think there's ever a bad time to start. I think the sooner you do it, if you know that something that you really want to do, the better, because then you'll have it longer. It'll be more established as you grow and you, people can see like, wow, she's been doing this for two years now. Like, and she really knows what she's talking about. Like, so why not? I think is more of the question. Yeah, you're right. Why not? Guys, just do it. Um, So I guess when uh, kind of going back to what I said earlier is like leads, like how do people actually make money off their podcast besides getting sponsors? Yes. I think everyone always thinks like, oh my God, the only way to monetize is like sponsors or affiliate marketing, which also that is a great way. The easiest way is to sell your stuff. Like, and I'm not saying you have to be like, here's a promo for my, you know, my coaching yeah, or like my product sounds like a commercial. commercial. Yeah, you, <laughs> it doesn't have have to, to. you do not have to do that. But if you're talking on a topic, like, you know, you're a life coach and you're talking about a specific thing that's happening and you're like, you know, and I can help you with this. Like, you know, when I work one-on-one with clients, like, and then kind of go into it, people are going to start to realize, Oh my God, like this is what she does. Like people don't always put the pieces together that like, just because you have a podcast that you have, a coaching business or a, a, some sort of service or product. And so I'm like, unless you talk about it and make it so that it ties into their pain points or so they can understand like, oh my God, this is how she can help me do this. But then when they hear it, they're like, oh my God, like, of course I need to go check this out. And then you have the link in your show notes and they can go at least look at what you have to offer or go to your Instagram or your TikTok or wherever 
to get a better, you know, maybe, you know, get a better feel for you and mm-hmm. like know and trust you a little bit more. But it's just selling your stuff and selling it in a way that isn't quote unquote salesy. Yeah. Well, I talk about my offers all the time. If you listen to any of like, my solo episodes, like I'm like, hey, if, if you're struggling with this, like the next step is to apply to work with me. Like I have no shame around it. I'm like, this is like, I'm on here sharing with you my strategy, my mindset tricks and all that sort of fun stuff. And if like, you're struggling with that, or if you're stuck somewhere, then Hey, like if you love me and you've been listening to my podcast, like that is the next step. So I have like no shame. I have no shame around that. I don't feel salesy around it because like, I love what I do and I love my program. Like I love it. And like, I think a lot of people just, maybe it's just like a, and I don't know, because if you ever listen to other people's podcasts, like, I don't, I don't think it's weird at all when they're like, Hey, just so you know, like if you love this podcast and you want to continue like learning more from me, like the next step is to apply or the next step is to go here. Like, I don't even think anything of it. <laughs> I love, right. I love it. <laughs> right. I, I don't either. Like I was honestly just listening to a podcast yesterday and I love her. Like I randomly found her like searching, um, on Apple podcast. And I was like, Oh, like, let me take a listen to her. And I was like, Oh, I really like her content. And like, right now she's promoting her, you know, like group program. And it was the beginning of the thing. And I didn't think twice about it. Like if you just talk about it in a way that's like a conversation, like, Hey, Oh my God, like my, my program's coming out. Like if you've been struggling with, yeah, X, Y, and Z, or, you know, you're wanting to do, you want to lose weight or whatever it is that you're trying to promote. Like, I don't think there's a bad way to do it unless you're just like, it's literally like a, a a promotion. And even sometimes yeah. like I've had clients do full episodes on like, hey, I'm launching this next month. And they have a whole episode dedicated to like what that program is, what you'll get out of it, like, you know, benefits you can see, all that stuff. Or maybe even share like if it's, a you know, something that you've done before, like testimonials, because mm-hmm. it's a great way to like share it. But in a natural conversation versus like, here's my sales page or Here's an Instagram post where, yeah, you can read it, but it, it sometimes it's harder to actually feel that connection to that person. And so listening to it, you're like, oh, like this, this totally makes sense. And you can also hear, I think, hear the passion mm-hmm. for whatever it is that they're talking about versus just like, here's a static yeah. image and some, you know, so. I agree with you. I, I, I love listening to podcasts and I don't even think twice about it when someone's talking about their offers because it's like. Oh, this might, this might be something I love the podcast that she has, or he has, let me go check it out. Let me go see what they're all about. Or like a lot of times it's like, just book a free call and see if this is a great fit for you. Like, let's just talk about it. And so it's like, okay, why not? Let's just see. Like, and so I said, I have no, I, I don't even think twice, but I love it. I, I think it's great. And if like somebody's really interested in you and your podcast, there's a huge chance that they're probably really interested in working with you too. So um, I'd love for you to talk about like solo episodes versus interview ep- episodes. I do a mix of both. Like I love, I love my solo episodes, but I also love interviewing people like you. So what do you, what do you like your suggestions of like just starting out? Um, If you're just starting out, I think it depends on what your, what your theme of your podcast is kind of like, if it's something where, you know, it's more specific and like you're talking, maybe like solo episodes can work better and sometimes interviews can be better. But I think, I like the mix too, because I think it gets, you, you know, you get to know the person as like just themselves and then you get to see the like, okay, these are the people they kind of like work with or that are in their realm and you kind of see different things that, you know, could tie into whatever they've been talking about. So I kind of, I like the mix as well. I think it just makes it 
it breaks it up. And so it's not like, oh my God, this person, you know, it's, and, and from a, the podcaster standpoint, it's really hard to do solo episodes sometimes, like continuously, like all the time. Whereas if you have guests, it's nice to have some interaction and conversation. And, you know, you might have some questions that you're like, okay, this is what I want to ask. But you can, I've had, I've seen it where it's like, well, we're going to talk about this today. And it takes a left turn and you talk about something else completely. But it just makes sense. And you know that the audience is going to like appreciate whatever it is that you end up talking about. Absolutely. Like I And I told you this before, too. It's like my audience is always going to take away exactly what they need from this. Right. Like whether it be one sentence or just a piece of something. Um, I, I, I like doing both. And like you said, it's like I think it's like you get a chance to get to know me, my style of coaching, who I am. And then also like I just know, too there's a lot of things I don't know about. And like, I want to have people like you come on to sit there and go, no, this is my expertise. This is what I'm really good at. I want to share that with your audience as well. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, the more that I do this, the more I'm just like, I know a lot, but there's still a lot I, I, I need to learn. And I love having people on to teach me new things too. <laughs> Agreed. I, yeah. I, I listen to things. And I'm like, Oh, I never knew that. Like, huh? yeah. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, I think it's, yeah. A great way to like, share your expertise, but also get other people's expertise where yeah. people are like, oh, like I can use, I can tie these, both of these things make sense to me and I can use them both. So yeah, totally. Absolutely. So I know one of the biggest fears is, so obviously we talked about the tech stuff. It's like, is this, do I need to have like thousands of dollars worth of equipment? It's like, no. Okay. Big misconception. You don't need all the, all the things. It just like get the microphone, get the headset, get your computer ready to go. But like, this is the other fear is like, can I actually stay consistent with this? Like, I have this fear of like, I'll put out five episodes or 10 episodes and then I'm just going to get bored with it. Or it's going to be hard to like, maybe I'm just not going to have enough time. Like what, is, what is your take on that? Um, I can definitely see it as a fear and I've definitely actually seen it. Uh, so I, it may have changed, but the last time I saw a stat, like they have a thing called like pod fade. And basically it's like people hit about like seven episodes and they just kind of fade, fade away. <laughs> fade away um because it is hard like it is hard to stay consistent uh and i think people get very over eager and are like and overly ambitious and they're like i'm gonna put one out every week or twice a week and then they start and realize oh my god like this is not sustainable because i have all these other pieces in my life as well this isn't the only thing you're doing so you have to build in the time for it and then you have to also have the content because nobody wants to just put out fluff because no one's going to appreciate you know someone just rambling or talking about nothing and so it's like you have to have good quality content uh so my favorite things are to do if you're thinking okay like i want to start a podcast is just like get a pen and paper get your computer out your notes and your phone whatever and just start writing all let's start listing all the ideas that you possibly could talk about mm -hmm. to think okay like do these make sense how can i use these and then like you know I would take some time. Don't just maybe jump into starting that podcast and be like, okay, I have these like I'm on my you know social medias or wherever, wherever you're building your business. And you're like, okay, what questions are, is my audience normally asking me? What, how can I take these and then turn these into a podcast mm -hmm. episode and then tie it from there? Because I think if you have a good foundation of like different topics that you can talk about, it makes it a lot easier to come up with the content. And so having a content make and then maybe even building out, okay, like these are going to be like the first 12 episodes. Cause if you can say like 12 episodes, you could be like, okay, this is either the first like three months of a podcast or maybe even the first like six months if you want to do every other week. And there's nothing wrong by the way, for doing a podcast every other week, you do not have to do it every week in order to be consistent. Like it's whatever works 
but that you know you can stay on this schedule. And so if you have 12 topics that you know you could talk about and you're like, oh my God, that could be six months worth of content, like, and that's what you know you can fit into your schedule, then do that. And But always just kind of keep that bank. And when you see a new question come in or a new kind of, just jot them down. And that way you're never kind of like forgetting them because you're going to be doing those things anyway. Like if you're trying to write social media content or newsletters or blog posts, you're like, okay, what are people asking you about? Like, this is the same thing. Or you can even use this as your, the top of your, you know, marketing platform and then use this to write that blog post, the newsletter, your Instagram post, your TikToks, like all that. You yeah, can use this repurpose. one. Yes. <laughs> repurpose the one thing and make yeah. it to use it for all your other mm-hmm. platforms. And so I would just say, make sure you know you have enough to feel comfortable starting and talking about. Yeah. Oh, do you recommend scripting things out or like, I know I, I've done both where like I literally just am like talking, blah, blah, blah. And then there's times where I'm like, no, I want to know. I want to make sure I'm hitting every single point. Like, what do you recommend people to do? So I've had I've seen people script it and I've seen like, you know, I've seen it both ways. And I think scripting can work. I think it also just takes it's uh, it takes a lot more time because you're obviously having to write it all out and then, you know, making sure that you're saying it. And sometimes I think scripting can make it feel very like. Robotic you know, reading, or something. Yeah, robotic. Yeah. <laughs> Just you're not getting like the yeah. the emphasis on something, maybe, or the you know that true feeling. But I know it can definitely work. Or maybe if you're just really struggling, like I really just don't know what to say in an intro or something, just to get you started. I think that's a great way to get scripting. I always like to have like if you have something in front of you, make sure you maybe have bullet points of like these are like this is my main topic, and these are like the kind of sub things that I really want to like hit on, and then you can kind of free flow it from there and be like, okay, like. Did I hit everything? Because the great thing also about podcasts is you can always cut something out if you're like, hold on, I need to take a minute to look at my, you know, yeah, how I hit. Just look at my notes here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I think as long as you maybe have like the bigger ideas of what you want to talk about, and then just kind of let it free flow from there. Mm -hmm. Like that's that'd be my suggestion, just to make sure you know, like you're getting what you want to talk about, but it still sounds like a natural conversation versus yeah, like I'm reading from a teleprompter or. Yeah. Like uh, I, sometimes I can tell when someone's kind of like reading off of it. And then there's sometimes I can't. And I'm like, that's when I know you're really good is because you do a little bit of both. And like I said, I, I don't think much about that. Like, I just I want to make sure that even for myself, I want to just make sure I'm really getting my point across and I'm not leaving anything out. But yeah, it does take me an extra. It could take me an extra hour, sometimes two hours if I'm writing it all out. Um, And then the ones that like I'm just literally just me and the microphone just kind of going like that's that's it. And I just have like a few bullet points. Like, so it really, yeah, it really all depends how much time you have and um, how your mind works too. Like if you have like ADD or like, sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to have to sit here for two, three, four hours re-recording. And I know for your, from your perspective as like an editor, it's like how I don't, I don't want to go through four hours worth of content or audio to get a 20 minute episode. (laughs) Correct. I would love for you to go into this though. Like when, Okay. So the editing part, I don't think much about because I send it to my husband and like, you're, you're like my husband. Okay. In this situation, um, you're an editor. Like when is it, when is it, when do you hire an editor or when do you sit there and go, I can do this myself? I think if you're just starting out and you also have a new business, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary to have an editor. If you at least can know like, okay, like if you wanted to keep very natural conversation and you're just like, okay, I know I heard my dog barking here and I stopped. 
talking or like, uh, you know, like some sort of big mess ups where you're kind of like, you can go in, you've watched a couple YouTube videos that at least show you the basics of what you need to do. And you can maybe cut those out and add in like an intro and you can always get your, you know, like I always recommend having some sort of intro, even if it's just music or something where you're talking, um, that kind of thing. You can always hire that off of like Upwork Fiverr real fast and have it like as a standalone and you can just put it in. It's, you know, save it, download it, and then put it on to wherever you're going to edit your music, you know, your show. Um, but I don't think it's necessary at the beginning. I think if you're starting to get busier and you're, you're seeing the growth that you're wanting to see in your podcast, or you're like, I still love this. I want to use it, utilize it to, you know, grow my business, make money, that kind of stuff. And you're seeing some growth in your business. I think then that's a great place to hand it off because depending on how much editing you want or how, you know, like you're like, quality kind of sucks. And I, I, you know, I could use the support or somebody to kind of just talk through some thoughts or, you know, contact, like, then that might be a great point to get an editor and who also knows a little bit of like, who can talk with you and strategize with you even to be like, mm -hmm. okay, like, this is ways to improve your, your mic or, you know, like, let's record here and see if it's better. And then they'll be able to take out probably more than you because they're trained to hear like little noises that you might not even hear or, you know, taking out like the lip smacks, like, you know, yeah, it happens. The, ums, everyone, the likes uh, and stuff yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. even for me, sometimes you don't realize how much you say <laughs> some sort of fill word until you start listening. You're like, Ooh. And I will say, though, unless you're a person who really dislikes hearing the sound of their own voice, which is, yes, actually, it's a real like condition. A real thing. Yeah. I mean, I know I hate listening to myself. Like if you're like, I can't listen to like the playback of myself, then also hire out because. You'll never want to do it. Like, and if, or if you're like, the thought of editing makes you cringe, you're like, not from like a scared place, but like, you're just like, I hate it. I don't enjoy it. Like, I, I'll push back putting out this episode because I don't want to edit it or I don't want to do this. Then that's also the time to be like, yeah. okay, let me find an editor. Let me find someone who can like, at least do this quickly for me so I can, you know, worry about things that actually I enjoy. And then I know that hey, my episodes are going to be coming out consistently versus me pushing it back because I don't want to do this one thing to get the podcast out. Yeah. I was going to say too, like by perfectionism, like when I don't have to re-listen to it back, like my husband's like, you sounded fine. That sounded great. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but for me, like, I'm listening to it from like my, my own, like, cause I am my biggest judge, right. In the, in all of this. Yes. And he's like, it sounded fine. Like I have a little, a little bit of a lisp. And so he, he puts this thingy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So it kind of like softens my S's. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, thank God. Cause like every time I hear it, I'm like, did you hear that? Like sound. And he's like, yeah, I just took it out. I was like, oh my God, thank you. So it's like little things like that, that like, oh God, that really annoys me. But like he, he can take that out. And like as an editor, I know you can hear that stuff too. And yeah. Yes. Like, and that is a good point. I've actually yeah. had multiple clients who are like, I need to hand this off because I've been doing it and I get like, yeah. Oh, so in the needs of trying to make it sound like perfect <laughs> that they're like, it ends up taking me like four hours when it should take me maybe, you know, an hour. And like, mm -hmm. I, I also had a client for a while. And we just to get the, you know, so we were getting to know each other and like the style and make sure like I was on the same page of what they were doing. They would listen back and give me some like, you know, like, hey, can you still edit this out? And a lot of them were was her when she was maybe in an interview. And there were like things that I was like. I, no one cares about that. <laughs> no, no one's going to care if you, you, know, you said this or like, you know, it might have been a little like sidetrack, like of like something they were talking about. And she goes, you know, I'm like, 
your audience is actually probably going to actually appreciate you more for having that. But like, mm-hmm. and so they finally gave me free rated. So I've been still trying, but I'm like, <laughs> I probably even more than what she would. But she, you know, she's listening it to her as herself versus me, who I'm like, and I don't know, you know, like it's about teaching and like people resigning from teaching and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I know nothing about like, the, you know, really about the teaching realm. So like, you can be talking about this. Like, I don't know if that means something else. Like, and I mean, your audience might, but they're also going to be able to relate to you because they understand yeah. what you're, you know, you're talking about that. So sometimes, yeah, yeah I think we get in our head so much that it also <laughs> prevents well, us. Think, from yeah, we're it. human beings. Like we're going to screw up on words. We're going to say, um, and like, and things every so often, like it's just a part of who we are, you know what I mean? So I'd love for you to, to tell people like, what are some like options as far as editors um, that you'd recommend at the beginning? If you're just starting out and you're like, I know I don't have the time for this. I don't want to do it. Again, Fiverr, Upwork, they're great. You can find people overseas. Or you, Emily. Or me. I'm not <laughs> saying I would love to help you. But if you're like, I don't have a lot of money, you know, or I, you know, like I recorded it today. I really wanted to get it released in 24 hours. I'm not going to be your girl because I asked for like a week turnaround time. Um, but there are, there are many places you can find them. You can pitch in Facebook groups and there are always going to be someone who, you know, either knows somebody or is offering their services. And sometimes you'll even, if you're like, Hey, I don't really have the money for this, but I really want it, you know, to not be doing it. You can always try to like trade that kind of stuff. So there's so many places that you can at least start at. Um, if you're looking for more of an established pod, you know, podcast editor like me, happy to do it. Like we just, you know, it's, you know, you're going to get your noise leveling, your your filters that will remove those S's, which is a de-esser, by the way. A de-esser. Love that. <laughs> um, who might know a little bit more in-depth in things. And, you know, like I write show notes for all my clients so that way they don't have to worry about it. And we upload to your media host. And so it's just a matter, I think, of what you're looking for, wh- like what your needs are specifically, what your budget looks like. And those kind of things. And yeah, like, what do you have time for? I mean, like, right. I know for a fact, like, I record it and I'm like, I, I have clients. I have things I have to do. Like, I don't want to have to spend, I don't know how much time he actually spends on like editing, like maybe 30 minutes, depending how long the episode is, you know, but like, I just, yeah, it's something that I just don't have time for. I don't want to do it. If I'm being honest, I don't want to no. do it. <laughs> exactly. Like, and so like for you, you know, like, okay, yeah. if your husband wasn't there, you'd probably be like, all right, let me go find someone who's and hand yeah. it off and make sure like that the sound I'm looking for is the sound they're giving me back. And, you know, if it's good mesh, then you go with it. But yeah, I think, and there's price ranges for everyone. But yeah, if you know, you're like, this is not in my wheelhouse. I don't have time for this. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Offload it. And yeah. like I said, there are lots of places you can go <laughs> look for someone. Now, um, now, if somebody does want to do it on their own, I know like for Apple, like GarageBand is something popular. Like what what else could you use? Uh, So if you have a if you have a Mac, yeah, I totally recommend GarageBand. That's actually still what I edited. In. There is a like next level, but then you have to pay for it. So stick with free. That's always my. Favorite. I think it's on my phone too, right? Yes, it is exactly. You can even do it on the on your phone. Yeah. Um, you if you have a PC, there's a um a thing called Audacity. You download it from the internet, and it will allow you to edit. And you can add in some filters from there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even depending on what your media host is, and I say it depends on which one, some of them will even let you kind of edit within it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I very simple editing. Um, I think Anchor does. 
I know you could like upload it and kind of do some stuff there. So it depends also what media host you have. But yeah, I'm always for the free version of everything. So yeah, if you have app, if you have a Mac of any sort, use GarageBand. And then if you have a PC, I always recommend Audacity because it is also free and it's very, it's very simple. It's very understanding and you can watch a couple YouTube videos and start to at least figure out, okay, like how do I cut this one big suction out that is, you know, me fumbling around looking for my keys instead of yeah. <laughs> talking. I love it. Oh, well, thank you so much, Emily. Anything else like that you want to share some words of wisdom for the audience today? I think, like, like we talked about in the beginning, I think if you're really, you know, you're passionate about this and you just know like a podcast makes sense for you. Don't let the fears of like, I don't know the tech or I don't know this, this or this about it. It's really not that hard. And all you have to do is get started and you'll start to realize like, oh, this is not as hard Mm -hmm. as I thought it would be. And you never know the heights that you might see with a podcast until you start it. So I think, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. For me, this is so fun and so exciting. I love talking to people like you. Um, and uh, yeah, I get a lot of like text messages or not text, but DMs and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, you listen to my podcast. Thank you. Um, so you'd be surprised of how many of like your warm, hot lead sort of people are tuning in every single week to hear what you have to say. So um, I love it. I think it's such a another another way for people to get to know me and to build that no like and trust factor. So I'm all about if if you want to start a podcast um, or you can just be on other people's podcasts, like it is such a great tool for you to get new leads, new clients, and more people to get to know you a lot more um, on, that, on that personal level. So I'm all about it. But thank you so much, Emily. Emily, tell people a little bit more about what you do, though. I, wa- I want to make sure because, um, you know, we talked a lot about podcasting today, but I want to make sure people are su- super clear about like really like what you can do for them. So I, um, I do everything from the podcast and video side. So like if you have you know, your podcast, we will edit it, both the video and the audio version. We'll write those show notes for you. So they're going up to your media your, so you can be seen on Apple, Apple, Spotify, all those places. And um, we'll create those like audiograms or a video clip for you for that episode. So you can use it for your social media. Um and we try to just make it very simple. So all you have to really do is record and we take care of the rest. Amazing. Awesome. And then you also do, you can upload it to YouTube and all that stuff too as, as well. Yes. Yeah. We can also do everything for YouTube as well. I just don't want to overwhelm people with like. Yeah. We don't need to also go to YouTube just yet, everyone. Um, <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Emily. And where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's emily.s as in Suzanne.porter. Awesome. Thank you. All right, everyone, check her out. And if you are looking to start a podcast and you need some help, please contact Emily for yeah, all of your podcasting needs. Sounds just like everything all in one. So I love it. Thank you so much for being here, Emily. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Coach Podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week.